Uh, Wait, what? No. <laughs> All of my friends were convinced that it was someone catfishing me. Because yeah, yeah. we've been talking for so long. 100%. Hey, you're listening to Shots and Thoughts, a podcast all about life, dating, and relationships as a 30-something. I'm Olivia. I'm Amy. And I'm Ashley. I'm like, why are you clapping? They're just excited. (laughs) They're just happy. And just a reminder, we're all adults here, so drink responsibly. Welcome back to another episode of Shots and Thoughts. How are you guys doing today? Pretty excited. The Bucks won last night. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yay! I haven't Bucks watched a single six. game. I'm what? like the worst really? Milwaukeean. I know. I'm terrible. Did you guys see? Well, okay. Obviously, Olivia didn't see, but Ashley, did you see the guy in the stands they kept showing during Giannis's free throws that had the hundred hit a handful of hundred dollar bills, and so. The thing the crowds do in Phoenix is they count out loud because Giannis takes so long to shoot a free throw. And so when they were counting to 10, he was counting out his $100 bills and just like, you know, like he had them fanned out. Somebody took a picture of that and replaced it with Cole's cash and then put like a, a cheese head like hat on him. And I was dying when I saw that this morning. That is very funny. I did see him during the game and I didn't quite understand what he was doing. I knew the whole free throw thing. I didn't understand the money thing. I didn't either. It was yeah. just kind of a douche move of him, I think. Yeah, yeah. My old neighbors were down at the Deer District and were sending me Snapchats all night. So many people. I think even if the pandemic hadn't happened and I was weird with crowds right now, I would have been so overwhelmed. Holy cow. 100%. They said like 20,000 people or something every time Holy outside. Cow. And then in inside for the indoor viewing. Oh, wait. Yeah. For the indoor viewing, it's I think nine or, th- nine or 10,000 seats that they have that they sell. Well, aren't they also uh, selling like standing room only tickets too, which that's never made sense to me. If I'm going to pay tickets for something, I better have a place to put my butt. The standing room (laughs) only is like when they're actually in town. Um, And yeah, even those are like $350 just to stand. Yeah, no. I do not like sports that much. Yeah, right. I was laughing because I saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar like tweeted that he was going to be there. And if he was close enough to hear you screaming, for the box then he would give you a signed card and I was like like I would ever be able to afford tickets anywhere near where he's sitting to get a (laughs) right (laughs) well instead of watching the bucks I decided to watch a movie that was recommended to me by you Amy and I am so glad you told me to watch it because it was so flipping good so it's called good on paper and it's got Eliza Schlesinger, I think is her last name. And we've watched her stuff before. She's got a Netflix special. Mm -hmm. She's a stand-up comedian. It's called Elder Millennial and it's so funny. So we're just going to build everybody's Netflix cues right now. Watch that, but also watch Good on Paper. So I know all of us have watched the movie and I really want to talk about what you guys think about it without spoiling too much. So who's got thoughts? That's 
it's going to be difficult. I know. Because uh, <laughs> I, I have questions about the ending. So maybe we can do like a spoiler alert section. Okay. Where we're like, skip ahead because we, I want to talk to you guys about the ending. I'm curious okay. <laughs> what you think. Yeah. Well, let's start with, okay. So the premise of this is she like had met this guy and he ended up lying about everything to her. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of catfishing, but not really. Cause it's different. Isn't there like yeah. a word for that? It's different. Catfishing is like someone pretending to be a completely different person. They don't look the same or anything, but this was a little bit different because he was pretending with other areas of his life. He saw her in person and met her in person yeah. and used his real name. But he lied about basically everything else he so there's was like, doing. I know there's like a word that's not catfishing. I can't think of what it is though, but that's closest I get catfishing well, they, in person. They make a joke <laughs> about it being a cuttlefish oh, yeah. in the movie, but I don't think that's the real <laughs> term. Oh, okay. She starts out and it's like she has some segments of like her stand up like thrown into the movie. But one of the things at the beginning um, that she said, and I was like, oh, so really good point. She's like, there's a switch in women's brains. We're like, he must love me if he keeps bothering me. You know, it goes back <gasps> yes. to that whole childhood thing of like, he pulled my hair so much when I was little, he obviously loves me, but mm-hmm. it doesn't go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. One pause that I have to say first is this is based on her real life. You guys, this is like a true story and I can totally see how this could happen, but Um, you saying like the persistence really pays off. He must really like me if he's persistent. Ashley, you got thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, (laughs) we've talked about it before. I I dated a guy and it was a whole big mess because he was persistent. Mm -hmm. He would not stop asking me to go out with him. And I saw him every day because I worked with him and I sat next to him at that time and he just wouldn't leave me alone. And I was like, fine, I'll go out with you. (laughs) (laughs) And how did that work out? Yeah. Right. Terrible. Obviously it was probably one of the worst breakups I've had. Maybe mm, top five, <laughs> top three, maybe. <laughs> um, but the same thing as her is like, dude, I'm not attracted to you. Like we can be friends, but I am not attracted to you. And this is not spoiling too much. She does this in the first like five minutes of the movie. If she's like, I'm not attracted to this guy. We can be great friends. And that's how I was, but he was so persistent. And I finally gave in and let me tell you it's not worth it don't do it (laughs) well that's one of the arguments that she has with the friend in the movie is can you be kind of platonic friends with a guy and still be dating other people as long as you're honest about it and I totally think yes you could I don't know what you guys think about that it's hard because I think we've talked about it in the past and I'm curious it changes my opinion changes if the guy has expressed feelings for you Mm. and he is admitting that he's not able to just be your friend, then you can't just keep being his friend and pretend like that didn't happen. But if he agrees to it and you're both platonic friends and good with it, why not? Like, yeah. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of the original Gossip Girl lately, and I can just tell you how many times that has not worked out on that show. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is true. That is true. But like back to her point too, that like it doesn't go the opposite way. Like Mm -hmm. how come, why is it that guys, it's okay. I don't know. I mean, it's not okay, but it seems like it's societally acceptable that guys can be the persistent one. But if a girl like texts too many times, she's crazy. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
totally it's an unfair thing yeah yeah that that line that she had definitely hit me too of like yeah that's true why is that i don't know but it does seem to be the way I just thought the whole movie was wild. And I feel like in order to continue this conversation, we are going to have to spoil some things. So I'll put in the description when 60 Second Sip starts. If anybody wants to just like (laughs) skip ahead, I'll have the minute marker in there. But there's one point where she calls him out on something. I think it was the fact that he was living with roommates. And he says, I don't want to do this right now. I'm not going there with you right now. And this just to me was like, oh my God, that's like a gaslighter tactic for sure. Saying mm-hmm. like, you're being crazy right now. I'm not going to put up with this. Ooh, that lit me up. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he said a couple of things a couple of times. Um, that one that you just mentioned about, I'm not, I'm not doing this with you right now. You're being crazy right now. And then he had another one where I was like, yeah, definitely signs of gaslighting and like a liar. He was, I don't remember what it was now. And it's going to drive me crazy. I think at one point he said something about, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing it. I don't know what it was, but it was multiple times throughout. And I was like, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I thought it was interesting too. Cause like, I don't know. It's what insecure guys I think tend to do is like he fed into her ego to hook her like he looked her up and then made it sound like he knew who she was and like he was just like in awe of like being able to meet her and all that stuff and then oh no what he said was that like why he did what he did was because he thought that she was so beautiful never in a million years would she talk to him like I liked her response to that too when again spoiler alert when she's on the stand and she says back like well he judged me by assuming that you're just judging me assuming that I'm judging you so you're judging me as well which Mm -hmm. isn't the case what I liked about you were not those things so that was interesting Mm -hmm. but then like the he went into that all like with the idea that he thought that she was desperate because that she Mm -hmm. was had a failure in her career she was shallow for like wanting to keep up with like and like other people in the industry um and that she needed a guy to make her successful that part got me I was like we don't need no man (laughs) especially no man in his circumstance right like right he is by no means more successful than she was he judged her entire life and thought that she needed him to fix it like it's Mm -hmm. that yeah Can we go back and kind of evaluate some of these like red flags that she looked past? Because this is one of the reasons he's just not that into you is one of my favorite movies because it talks about what's the exception and what's the rule. Like we always say like, oh, it's because of this. And we like make excuses or reasons for things and blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know, some of these red flags should be bigger. So I think One of the things that stood out to me the most and is kind of applicable to real life is this whole like not seeing their place. A good friend and I were literally just talking about this. Like you want to know about a guy, go to where he lives because it's going to tell you a ton about him and what's important to him, what his interests are. Like if he's a put together person, that's, that's some crucial stuff. So if somebody's dodging that, that's like red flag vibes for me. Mm-hmm. agreed yeah when he when at one point her 
friend who was very funny. Um, Margo, I think is her name in the Mm -hmm. show, but it's Margaret Cho, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's so funny. She was so funny. But at one point she was just like, wait, you've never been in his apartment and he's been in you. (laughs) (laughs) This was like months into their relationship or at least months into their relationship. And I was rolling at that point. (laughs) I almost just had kombucha come out my nose. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm laughing at right now is watching Olivia try to hold all the liquid in her mouth. (laughs) And in her nose. (laughs) That should be a rule. He doesn't get to be in you until you've been in his place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it after a date or two or something, especially if he has roommates and he's admitted that to you and said, like, we can't really just hang out at my place without being interrupted by roommates talking to us and stuff. So I, I get that. I want to at least have a drink after... there before dinner. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, not, not after a few dates then. One of the red flags. I mean, I think one thing that also stood out to me is that she kept ignoring her friend, trying to warn her personal experience. I'm like, yes, you should listen to your friends who are trying to warn you. But she also turned it on her back on her friend at one point. I mean, she was really hurt because she just found out everything, but she turned it back on her friend was like, this is your fault because you told me that I need to get over myself. And I'm like, I think there's a balance in still listening to your intuition, but yeah, an outside party might have a little better view into some things like, cause you have, like, if you meet a new person, you're really excited about them. You may still have those blinders on that. You don't notice everything. Yes. Going back to what you said though, there is that fine line in between like listening to your instincts, but also, um, what's what am I looking for (laughs) listening to your instincts but also not getting in your own way yes Mm -hmm. I literally talk about this in therapy all of the time because knowing what's my gut and what's me getting in my own way is so hard to differentiate Mm -hmm. so hard especially for an overthinker like myself yeah I will say I am definitely one of those people that judges people pretty quickly on gut reaction and I know I shouldn't do that but I, I cannot tell you a time when I've been wrong. True. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my gut, even, even in friend groups, like recently in a different friend group, I don't want to talk too much about it in case anybody listens, <laughs> but there's this one person that everybody's like, oh my God, she's wonderful. And she's everybody's best friend in the group. And I have told my fiance there's something off with her. I don't, she's not ever been super nice to me. There's just something off. I like, there's, I just can't quite. And for years I said, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be civil with her. I'll hang out with her. You know what I mean? Like yeah, whatever, yeah. it's not a big deal. I just, this gut feeling that something is off. And recently people who were close to her are like, oh yeah, she's kind of a bitch. And I'm like, I've been saying <laughs> this day. for years. <laughs> Yeah. So I like, there's, it's hard because you have these gut instincts about people and you don't want to prejudge them, but you don't know what is legit. Some warning that your Mm -hmm. body is trying to tell you, or your brain is trying to tell you versus maybe I'm just being a judgmental bitch. You know what I mean? Like you just, you have to balance (laughs) all of that. There's so much to think about being like a woman and dating and stuff. Cause like they also brought up a point, you know, 
at the end, I think she's like, isn't that what scorned men do when they don't get what they want from a woman? They label her crazy. And so like some of it, like, is it us thinking we're crazy or is it them convincing us that to think that we're crazy too? Well, and again, this is totally that gaslighter behavior, making a woman Mm -hmm. think that she's crazy. Just not fair. A lot of this reminded me of even though some of it is not even applicable at all. So it's just something about him reminded me of our friend who had a serious issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all have a friend who had a serious issue with a guy. Just something about like um, the uh, rich white boy persona that he yes. was playing mm-hmm. reminded me of him and the gaslighting and the, I'm not the crazy one. You're the crazy one mm-hmm. type attitude. So it's, it's scary. Like this is like you said, this is based on her true life, this movie. And we've seen little examples of some of this in our own lives and our friends' lives. Like these things happen and it's crazy. It's insane. Right. Well, and you want to be the type of person who takes people at their word. Like, I don't want to go around being like, prove it to me, prove it to me. Like, let me see your diploma. Let me this, let me that. And there's some things too in the beginning of a relationship that are hard, even not in the beginning of the relationship that are hard to talk about. One of the things that came up a lot in the movie was his finances and things Mm -hmm. like that. And like, you guys know my gaslighting situation. One of the biggest question marks I still have to this day was his finances. It still doesn't add up to me. But Mm -hmm. how do you ask about that, especially if someone's not really comfortable talking about it? Is that something you push on? I, I don't know. That's really hard. You know what you talking though, right then about that brought up something in my head, something that he didn't do something that I don't think the crazy person that we're thinking of with our friend very much did. And one thing that one of your crazy exes, Olivia did. Yes. Is their friends were never around. (gasps) Yes. Mm -hmm. You need to meet their friends to know if they have friends to know if their friends are not crazy themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that can really either back up that gut instinct you have of like, something's off here. If he won't let you meet his friends or you meet his friends and they also all kind of seem off Mm -hmm. or you meet his friends and they're like, oh yeah, he can be really shy sometimes. Or, oh yeah, he can, you know, and they can kind of maybe not justify, but explain some of the things that maybe you're thinking might be a red flag. I think meeting the friends and maybe the family depends on where you are in your relationship um, could be a huge helping determinant in that whole situation. I fully wholeheartedly agree about how important friend dates are. Hey, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. (laughs) No, we discussed this last time. Not happening. (laughs) I got good vibes from the one friend date we did go on. Yeah. And then I broke up with them right after that. I mean, right. there's so put, other put reasons a... for that, but at least we could verify he wasn't a creep. <laughs> yes, yeah. he wasn't a creep. That's true. He wasn't yeah. a creep. Yeah. Please yeah. put us to work again. <laughs> I don't know what other people think of when they meet us, though, and how it reflects on you. So oh, we're Ooh. awesome. So. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Holy crap. <laughs> Maybe that's why Olivia doesn't want us to meet anybody. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. That'll be my excuse <laughs> from now on. Do we know if in real life the restraining order and the court stuff actually happened? Or was that like an extreme version for the movie? Don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I might be an idiot, but when the cops showed up at her door, I was like, 
oh, they're showing up to say that, I don't know, he stole money from her or I don't know, something. I, for some or he reason- was getting arrested for something else and they needed a witness. Yeah, yeah. my mind went to that too. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then yeah. when they were like, so assault, I was like, oh shit, didn't even think about that. But that makes a lot of sense. Oh God. Yeah. Well, why was Margot not involved in that? Did she just take all the blame? Must and not have let Margot get in trouble. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was Margot Margot's bar and stuff. Right. <laughs> that whole scene was just if you haven't watched the movie, please just watch the movie because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. She definitely intertwined her comedy in and like little jokes and stuff in throughout the movie. So it didn't get overly serious. It was pretty funny through a lot of yeah. it but it's still got its point across yeah i'm trying to think of more of the like stand-up stuff that she had interspersed because i thought that was like some of my favorite parts her distilling what was really going on in her real life into her comedy and it was always like so spot on well i did i i didn't quite get until the end there was one part where so you could tell she was doing different stand-up routines based on her outfits does that make sense so like throughout mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there was one blue outfit that they kept showing her doing and I realized at the end that was her stand-up after the fact and it was being interspersed throughout the whole movie because there was a couple things she said and I was like oh my god I hope she didn't say that in front of him oh and then I was like, <laughs> yeah and then I was like oh wait no this is after he's gone you know what I mean like, yeah I didn't quite get that at first and she did say too in an article that you know the movie wasn't a revenge movie for her it was something she did for herself and she doesn't care if he ever sees it it was like she didn't want it the point wasn't to make him feel bad it was for her to like just get it you know it was kind of closure for her mm -hmm. well and here's the thing too I think it's very justifying to other women who have been through maybe not to that level but similar circumstances where bits and pieces of that are things that they've had to deal with people not being honest or people gaslighting them or what have you um it's just i don't know for me it was a little bit justifying or validating that's the word i'm looking for validating that other people can go through it too and right. i mean not gonna lie like there's some pieces where I personally, when I was dealing with some tiny, tiny pieces of what was happening in the movie, I feel like an idiot, right? Like mm -hmm. I feel like an idiot for falling for it. I feel like an idiot for not seeing the red flags, for not seeing the signs. And so like you said, it's validating to other women of like, oh no, this happens to a lot of us. <laughs> like, right. We're not a bunch of idiots. They're a bunch of liars. Like it's not on us. Thank goodness. Normally not to that degree. <laughs> right. Yeah. She had an extreme version. Right. I thought the whole ending part with him in the bathroom, in the courtroom and stuff was all so interesting. I mean, I'm not surprised at all, but for how obsessed he was with her to all of a sudden switch and be like, you're crazy. I did nothing wrong type thing. Yes. Was interesting. It's self-preservation, I'm sure, but still so it was intense. I Googled it and the court and the billboard were not real. Okay. But it was to kind of help give a closure to the whole movie. Okay. I wondered if she had gotten a restraining order on her in real life, that, if that, that really happened. I don't know. So interesting. 
again, I highly, I think she's super funny. And then for this story to just be this like crazy wild ride with plenty of humor throughout, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Highly recommend. Since we're talking about the crazy shit that men do, (laughs) I thought it would be fun because I'm back on the dating apps again uh, to walk through some of the things that I've seen on the apps recently and get your reactions. So um, I know we're not to the point of 60 second sips, but I'm going to need you guys to like freshen up your drinks and get ready for this because hoofed. It's buckle up, Amy. Buckle up. Something else. Okay, so the first thing is, a guy had this on his profile, looking for someone to go halfsies on a kid with. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of funny. (laughs) Ashley's face, that was good. I mean, if he's serious and honest and upfront about wanting to get married and have kids, that's funny. Next one, this guy has this whole profile. I won't read the whole thing, but the last sentence is this. And I want you to interpret what the hell this means. Checked regularly. Your mind goes where my mind goes, right? He gets around for sure. Yeah, that he sleeps with a lot of people and gets checked for STDs regularly. I mean, it's a very good practice to get tested regularly if you're sexually active, but the fact that he puts it on a dating profile means that he's going to come over, sleep with you and never talk to you again. Yes. 100%. (laughs) He's just looking for hookups. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Okay. Um, I saw a dating profile. I had sent this to you guys. Do you remember this? Um, where it was the guy's profile and says, do not report this. This is a warning for women. This guy is married, has a kid, is violent with his wife, has a restraining order, blah, blah, blah. Dang. It's kind of like what she did with the billboard in the movie. Yes, it is. Small scale, bumble scale. I like it. I like it. Okay. On the flip side, do you ever think that that could just be a bad breakup and she's just trying to mess with him? I ain't about to risk that. Yeah, still a bad situation. I don't want to be involved. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Swipe to the next one. There's somebody else. Okay, I've seen this guy on the apps many, many times, so clearly the strategy is not working for him, but he (laughs) hasn't changed his profile in years. Um, Here's what it says. To women 30 plus, successful business owner who wants to start a loving family one day. To women under 30, I'm hung, work out daily, and can kill spiders, but prefer to relocate them outside to maintain a peaceful spider-human coexistence in hopes they will remember my goodwill should they ever become apex predators. (laughs) If anybody has anything about being hung in their profile, (laughs) they're a douchebag. They are a douchebag. You're not allowed to speak to them, Olivia. I won't let you speak to them. Oh, no, no. No worries. This was a left swipe for sure. Why is he calling out people over 30? That's rude. Thank you. (laughs) That's the part that made me the most mad. Like, why is it different? Why are you trying to talk to me different just because I'm over 30? That's rude. I feel like he's judging me already. Um, this is again, you guys, these are all people around here. This is not anything I've sourced from the internet. This is stuff I've seen with my own eyes. 
Here's to hoping your standards are lower than mine in search of that emotional, irrational, possibly homicidal princess all of us men dream of. Bonus points for masters of manipulation. You gals just go the extra mile. Okay, he's got some real issues that he needs to work out with a therapist. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> the one problem with a podcast is we cannot capture your guys's facial expressions, which are just <laughs> priceless. Okay, so the next one, it's a prompt. And the prompt is, I promise I won't judge you if... And he answered, you have to leave our date because your husband won't stop calling you. Someone likes drama. <laughs> someone, someone wants to be the pool boy. Yeah. A side fling. So really he just wants side piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hookups with a little like mystery and drama. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what he's looking for. He wants to be a mistress. A mister. Also mm -hmm. someone who needs some therapy. Yes. Yes. Um, the prompt here is swipe right. If you've got low standards, lower hopes, and even lower self-esteem. Oh so my God. I want to contact someone... all of their moms. <laughs> is he just looking for someone to prey on like drugs guys? I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh -uh. Milwaukee needs like a refresher to the dating pool. Uh, yes. If anyone asks me why I'm single, I'm just going to refer them to this portion of the episode. <laughs> right? <laughs> These are the people who are coming up on the apps. Come on. I feel like I want, you know how in, oh my God, what was the show? There was a show with a man and a woman. Stacey London was the woman. And it was about what people wear and they would surprise them and they would be like, you've been <gasps> nominated. You need to dress better for your body. And yes. I used to actually like that show. Um, I feel yeah. as if Amy and I need to start a similar show, but we surprise men and say, Hey, you got some issues with your dating profiles. <laughs> You're kind of coming off like a creep. Was What's it what going not on to here? Wear? What not to wear. Yes. I feel like we need a show like that for men's dating profiles where we show up and we're like, so like, are you a creep? Are you not a creep? And you just don't know how to do a dating profile. Oh, right. I tried to tell my brother that he's with someone now, but like he kept telling me stories about all these crazy, like they were legit crazy. Like there's this lady on drugs that he took out on a date, which hmm. I was like, why, why did you let her get in the car? Like that, mm -mm. Mm, if she's stumbling out of her house already and can't even get in your car, just drive, just drive off. But so I asked to look at his profile and all he had was a picture, one picture and nothing written below. I was like, <gasps> this is why. That's an automatic not left, left swipe. Right? Anybody this that's sane. Yeah. Only the crazy people will yeah. just swipe on everybody. Yes. Yeah. We need to show up. Amy and I need to show up with their mothers and be like, did you know your son <laughs> put this on his profile? Did you raise him like this? And yes. some mothers might be like, you know what? He's yeah. He's kind of a lost cause. No. Some might be, no, I didn't raise him this way. And he's like, I was just trying to be cool with my friends. And then we like help him. But, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have more patience than I do clearly. All right. I have two more. One is like, I need you to interpret this for me. So he's got a good description, what he wants, blah, blah, blah. It's actually really nice. Then at the very end, it says, you won't be taken seriously until you prove you can be with a shrugs emoji. 
What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Like you want someone that's mature and can prove that they're mature? Maybe. <laughs> that seems like too much work. Next. <laughs> but like, really? What? Yeah, what? I don't understand what that means. Is he on the opposite end? Has he gotten girls that like just want to hook up and not get married instantly? And he's like, no, nah, I only want serious people. I'm not sure, but it left me very yeah. confused. All right, here's the last one. I hope you get a giggle out of this one. So the prompt is a fun fact I'm obsessed with. And he wrote, there's a turd in Saturday. That's so stupid. That's so <laughs> stupid. Is he 12? Yes, I think so. Is he a 12-year-old pretending to be I mean, older no, enough to be on dating I mean, no, he looks like apps? an old man. That's a catfish photo. It's a 12-year-old. <laughs> I just hey, he's got a sense of humor a bad sense of humor <laughs> he has a bad sense of humor I'm not surprised that both of you reacted the way that you did I was <laughs> knew I was gonna get a giggle out of Amy I just knew it so mission accomplished um and again if anybody's curious why I'm still single this would be why I need a drink now all right time for some 60 second sips are you guys ready so ready maybe okay it depends it depends. <laughs> All right. Would you swipe yes to someone who travels for work and is always gone? Yes. No. Okay. Would you swipe yes to someone who talks too much and never lets others get a word in? No. Also no, because I'm a talker and that's never going to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would it you has to be a balance. Yeah. Right. Would you swipe yes to someone who hates yard work and has said, like, if we buy a house, you will be doing all of the yard work? Oh, absolutely oh. not. Hell no. If you feel that way, that's fine. But then we hire somebody. Oh, okay. Oh, true. There's a way around okay. that. There you go. Never mind. Change my answer. Okay. <laughs> Would you swipe yes to someone who drinks something that's completely not what you expected? Not that it's right or wrong, but it's just not what you expected. So, for example, a big, tough football player only orders really floofy drinks with umbrellas in them <laughs> again not that there's anything wrong with that he can do whatever he wants but it's not what you expected i'm fine with that i'm also probably okay <laughs> with that i'll just order some weird shit too there you go well we did it just under a minute we're good awesome Ooh, good, job. good work good job yeah the whole yard work thing I don't believe in the gender stereotypes. I should probably be just as responsible for that stuff as the other person. But if the other person says like, no way am I doing this? I'm not taking that on a hundred percent. Even yeah, if you me, wanted it's... to trade me for in indoor chores, I'm still no. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be a shared responsibility there. Mm, I don't want to do indoor out or outdoor chores. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you own your own house and live by yourself. So you have to do right. everything. Right. <laughs> Gotta hire people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sugar daddy. Yes. <laughs> See, that's what I really need. That's that's what I really need. Uh Ashley, your question about the drinks actually I think is pretty funny because I've been thinking about this like summer drinks. Like, this is all I want to do. And I think this is a little bit of like 
combination of summer in Wisconsin is so short. So you got to make the most of it. And also like post pandemic, I'm like, I want to 100% of my free time be outside on a patio with some boozy beverage. Like that's how I want to spend my summer. Doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. complicated. Just get me out there enjoying life. So if you guys are hanging out outside, enjoying yourself a nice little boozy drink, what is your drink of choice? Uh, if it comes to summer, I mean, year round, I'm a, I'm more of a beer person than a liquor person, but a great summer beer is um, by Lift Bridge Brewery. They're uh, mango blonde. Oh my gosh. It's just refreshing and lovely. I've had I that one before found- and it's awesome. So good. And I just found out that it's at the Total Wines by Ashley's house because I had a whole conversation with her fiance about how we're going to go wander around Total Wines and just take all the samples. The other day he was like, oh, sorry, just texting Amy. And I was like, what? What is happening here? He was like, we're friends. So (laughs) just like, what are you talking about? He's like, none of your business. And I was like, okay, all right, sir. We were planning an outing because you said that he couldn't bring home more beer into the house. And so we were circumventing you and planning it anyway. I would like to invite myself along for this adventure and free samples, please. Uh, Absolutely. We we already knew that you were going to come with us. So we were planning on it. (laughs) Just not Ashley. (laughs) Nice. Thanks, guys. Um, My drink year round is a Mexican mule. So ginger beer, tequila and a lime. So that is my favorite go to hot or cold outside. If it's more cold outside red wine, I could also go for Um, if I'm somewhere that for some reason doesn't have that I could go for like a light sangria, margarita, something like that. Mm-hmm. sangria mm-hmm. and really like anything with that ginger beer in it I feel like is just yes. fresh and yeah. tasting totally I I again my boozy choice doesn't change you around either it's either going to be a Mexican mule or a brandy old-fashioned yes only brandy old-fashioned because I'm from Wisconsin and that's the right way to make it um but as far as beer is concerned I love a good sour or ghost in the summer like that's that's what I want like and it doesn't even have to be anything fancy like that um sequench sour that comes in that green can can't remember who it's by but that one's really good I just, for some reason, summer, I want to sour. I now want to tell you guys what your summer drinks say about you. Oh, Oh, there was a back part to this question. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Ashley, you had mentioned sangria. You're down to earth and practical, and you have oddly symmetrical nostrils. That's actually not true. I do not have so much <laughs> I didn't have Mexican mule. So we're going to go with margarita. Yeah. You wish you were somewhere else, but since you're here, might as well get blackout drunk. Perfect. Yes. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fun fact. I've never gotten blackout drunk on tequila and that's been my drink of choice for the last, what, like 15 years. Have you on anything else? Not really actually. No. Yeah, I was going to say that seems very out of character for you. You're usually the yeah. like parent in the situation, <laughs> making sure oh everyone God. gets home safely with all their belongings. 
the three of us in our dynamic at bars when we were younger and drank is just very funny <laughs> if you think about it yes yes amy with a blonde ale I apparently need glasses. Please hold. <laughs> <laughs> how do I know I'm getting old or how do I know that you're getting old? Right. You wear unconventional hats. That is all. <laughs> I Sounds about wear right. Hats like ever. Yeah, but costumes and stuff. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a light lager. You have a lot of guilt stored up and your best days are behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, peaked early, guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, vodka Red Bull. If you're over the age of 23, I'm calling the cops preemptively. I used to drink those back in the day. Back in the day? Oh, Amy. No, no, Early no. 20s. That was like the big, I mean. My I heart like- hurts for your heart. Yeah. <laughs> probably why I'm my body's so messed up now but it's hard to like stay out until like bar close like I was just tired all the time I still am which I mean the Red Bull helped yeah Ashley you mentioned wine Mm -hmm. you are the sophisticated indulgent and social one maybe not social Mm. (laughs) gin and tonic you are the trendy and fun cool mom who is responsible and reliable is there old fashioned on there for Olivia? Yes. <laughs> what I can't is wait. it? I can't wait. I was going to skip over it. No. You sleep naked except for your socks and inch- and exit. Oh my God. She can't I'm even get it out. It must mean it's true. It's true and she can't even speak it. You sleep naked except for your socks and exit. <laughs> You need to spell it out for us so we can try to say it. I don't even know what word you're trying to say. <laughs> She's like dying laughing. <laughs> this is not a hard word. I've said this before. <laughs> Existential crisis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um pina colada for that uh burly guy with his fruity drink yes. that you mentioned earlier. You're quirky in a way that's somewhat disturbing. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> um Bloody Mary, you make eye contact with dogs and horses but not humans. <laughs> <laughs> So I should like Bloody Mary. Yeah, you should be a Bloody Mary person. Yes. Um, And we'll wrap it up with this one. Long Island iced tea. High school was actually the best time of your life. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense for some people I know who love Long Island iced teas, especially Mm -hmm. the ones that I will still call it Miller Park. Like those I've heard are really strong. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. When I used to go to games and I wanted to catch up with everyone else i would go get a long island heck yes <laughs> from tgi fridays at miller park yeah for sure 100 okay that was a bit of a struggle we're gonna wrap up this episode by talking about <laughs> <laughs> are we too old for the home edition are we too old for 
plastic plates or cups. Okay. You know what? I have thoughts about Mm -hmm. this. My fiance made me get rid of a bunch of plastic plates and stuff that we had that I had before he even moved in. They were like from college. They were still in really good shape. They were in really good shape, but they were like green plastic plates. And I always had them just in case because like, you know, whatever. And he was like, absolutely not. We need to get rid of these. Well, now we just moved into this house and we're constantly having people outside like eating on concrete. And I'm like, well, all of our other plates are glass. That's what paper plates are for. Yeah. But then I could have just used plastic plates and washed them and not had to use paper product. You know what I mean? Like, so now I have to go to Target and get plastic plates again. (laughs) Hey, well, perfect timing because it's like back to school shopping. So Mm -hmm. things should be on sale. All those dorm plastic things. So at the beginning of this episode, we talked about seeing a guy's place and being able to tell a lot about him. If he doesn't have real plates and he's still using college plastic plates, like that does not say someone who's got his life together. If that's your only option, like I get it. If like, for example, Olivia, your apartment complex, you have a pool. If you wanted to take a sandwich to the pool and you put it on a plastic plate, fine. That's what your shirt is for. (laughs) Your shirt and carry it out there. Like, But if plastic plates are your only option, yeah, I think that's a bit different. Nah. Amy, break the tie. I'd, <laughs> I'd take like all plastic plates and utensils. Well, not utensils. My silverware has to be actual silverware, but like plates, bowls, cups. I mean, I kind of wish I had. I don't know where all my plastic stuff is. It's somewhere in my house, but I loved using that. I'll take it. I can't believe I'm in the minority. Okay. Next one. Are we too old for futons? <laughs> I have one of those. what do you mean like just having in the house or like using as a bed oh god i (laughs) didn't even think using as bed was still an option so let's say in the house again if it's your only option if that's what you're using as an actual couch or something not good not allowed we are too old for it however if it's a complimentary piece that you put on, say, an outside patio or something. <laughs> or huh. your basement. Then I, th- then yeah. I think it's fine. Yes. Just <laughs> yes. for like, like a rec room kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. But if it's your main couch, I'm not here for that. Yeah, no. no you can no. get en- There's enough affordable couches or even like people on buy-sell trade groups that have really nice. Yes, I know some people think it's really weird to buy furniture like that, like a couch from a stranger but i mean if it's in good condition just get it cleaned or whatever and good to go yeah mm-hmm. i mean better than just picking it off the curb somewhere mm-hmm. yeah what about are we too old for having a large dvd collection oh no uh, i have one no. of those too i'm so <laughs> I old a, i have a huge dvd collection i used to go to target every time going to target i would buy a dvd I have still have ones that aren't even unwrapped because I would just oh my God. go in and buy them. <laughs> you get well, guys, that people I have... don't use those anymore, right? Yeah. What? I think we shouldn't have those anymore. I have a huge collection and I can't get rid of them, but I don't even have a DVD player that works anymore. So like, what am I doing? I have a VHS <laughs> player. Oh my I did God, spot Amy. that in your house the other day and I was upset. Why? <laughs> we are too old for vhs players and vhs tapes well we're too young for those we, only the really old people have those now yes. hey i had a girl's night and 
I was the only place that could host it because we had uh, Spice World on VHS. <laughs> and so I was the only one that was able to play it. Oh, my God. You could probably find it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. If you really wanted. Well, then I'd have to pay for it. It's more fun than yeah. on VHS. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Are we too old for a large collection of shot glasses? Oh my God. Finally, one that I didn't, I'm not guilty of. <laughs> I don't have a large shot glass collection. I don't think I've ever had a shot glass collection. Oh, I definitely I'm, did. I was the kind of person who bought a shot glass everywhere I traveled. Oh, I have yeah, a few. One I of think those, huh? they're uh, was, sitting in was. my bar maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think we're probably too old for having a huge shot glass collection. Like, yes. why? What's the purpose? Are we having big house parties with a ton of people taking shots? Exactly. Probably not. Really. We are, too, are we too old for <laughs> shots? I think we've talked about this before. The answer is yes. <laughs> mm. This one came up because I was kind of looking up inspiration. Are we too old for worn out bed pillows? Yes. Yeah. Why don't you get one to support? We're getting old, everybody. Like, you need support. <laughs> the, the spine is very important. <laughs> You don't wake up and feel like you were hit by a bus overnight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think we're too old for crappy pillows. 100%. And last, Spend a little but, money. Get a nice one. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Last but definitely not least, are we too old for beanbag chairs, love sacks, and the like? Uh, I love love sacks. Like, they're just, they're so comfy. Amy. And I used to spend the night in them my dog chief we'd go to my friend's house. okay again this was early 20s but she had a giant love sack and so we'd go to her condo like to pregame and then we'd go out downtown and then we'd come back like after bar clothes and just crash and jeeve and i would just crawl into her love sack and that's where we'd sleep i would like the mid 30 year old amy to go try that now and see if she still likes it if she's alive comfy. when she wakes up in the morning. Right. I think it sounds so delightfully comfy. What about those love set couches? I'm really curious about those because they have come in all the pieces. So you can like rearrange however you want, but they're really expensive and I don't need another couch, but I'd like to try one. I don't know, man. Or have you guys seen those nuggets? It's they're made for kids, but I really want one of those too. Amy, keywords, they're made for kids. Right. <laughs> but they come in fun colors. Uh, and you oh can like God. rearrange the pieces like in different shapes, like to have like different sitting positions or laying down. You can use them as like a little bed. They're great. Amy, no nuggets, no love sacks, no VHS tapes. We gotta get uh, you up to being your age. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, what's your opinion? Yeah, I think we're too old for that. Uh. <laughs> oh, well, now that Amy is mad at us for saying her, uh, she's got to get rid of like half of the things that she wants to have in her home. Yeah. <laughs> All my plastic dishes from Ikea. They have really, if you want like great little cups or dishes and stuff, they make, again, they're kid sets at Ikea, but they're so, they're perfect size Amy. for snacks and stuff hey may do they also Come have on. the little dividers so your snacks don't mix up no <laughs> <laughs> all right another great episode guys thank you cheers cheers, cheers. thanks for listening 
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Shots Thoughts Pod and Twitter at Shots Thoughts. And if you're enjoying these episodes, we would love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. Cheers! Cheers.